brings one on the kid. I was like, I see draws. Get out. <laughs> and welcome to the Left 4 Dead movie club. <laughs> well, Hi, everybody. Note. Hello. Hey. We just start this at random times. We, we this. <laughs> I was not ready for that start. No, I don't think anyone was ready for that start. But good way to start. Huh? Is my mic good? Uh, I don't know. You. Oh, that's awful. Didn't he even did, do a. Did, a, do a he did check. not even do a mic check. Is your mic on? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then it's good. Cool. Not even right. a mic right. check. Let's go by again. One, See, two. What is yeah, this? Good. Santana's back to business. Say something. 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 Yeah. Yay. Friendship is power. The more so you know. So this week on uh, the Left 4 Dead Movie Club, we watched Blade Runner. And I think we all watched it. Once. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. Yes. At, yes. at one point or another, we all watched it. it. Hasn't this been? Hasn't been like this complete since Old Boy. It has. Yeah. yeah. It's true. I wish we had that token one person who didn't watch it. He was just like, yeah, I agree. It's a great movie. Yeah. He bleeds. He was running a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he obviously did not watch the movie. <laughs> that would have been my first guess. That would be my first guess too. Like, just like if I didn't watch, I was like, "There's a guy running around with plates." That's all I could do. Did it fucking make sense the name though? Oh, yeah, the name didn't fit. It was the like t- if like the replicants were called blades, I could understand it. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool. yeah. But no, they were called replicants. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Actually, so. if you watch the credits, it's just like thank you to these two people for the title Blade Runner. Just like what? They they probably just wanted a cool name because they figured they kick off replicant. They, runner. It's be, cool though. Yeah, replicant. Like, <laughs> you would think you're either about to watch an anime movie or you're about to watch an actual movie with like ninjas or. Some for some reason, I was expecting a movie like Escape from New York. For some reason, yeah. I don't know why. Well, to um, I'm going to bring this in. I did it from the left for Ted, so I'll bring in the random wrestling reference into this. In the 80s, there was a tag team called the Blade Runners in one of the uh, Southern Wrestling promotions. You know who it was? The Ultimate Warrior and Sting. Really? Yep. They, that's what they start off on. Actually, yeah, I remember that. Yes. I do remember that's that. Pretty cool. Re- there you go. There's your wrestling reference. That so, I- Johnson, so it was your movie. You should get the synopsis. Yeah. Well, basically, this is a cyberpunk movie based in Los Angeles. And, 2019. Mm-hmm. Basically, there are these um, three replicants by Roy Beatty, and they're the Nexus... For. Yeah, well, if you want to include Sean, sure. Sam Young's Sam character, Young's character. Or, no, 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 no. or Sean Young's, or there's four. There's the, um, there the stripper. The, oh, the, yeah, yeah, the you're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. Zora, right. uh, Roy, where the poofy I totally forgot about, about the stripper. I didn't even think. Of, yeah. All right, so you're right. There are four replicants, and basically, well, spoiler, Roy that dude in the face. Roy Batty's character basically, he wants to. Basically, the Nexus Six replicants are have a four-year lifespan, and he was born in 2016. So this is 2019. So he's three years on dead, basically. So he wants to try to expand his life. Basically, he doesn't want to die. He's afraid to die. Mm-hmm. And so you have Deckard's character, which is basically Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, Ford, which he's the grizzled cop who happens to be a Blade Runner. He kind of has to get talked into like. Coming back, coming back in, into it. So, and basically, it's 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 an interesting movie. I feel like it's basically you have the ascension of Roy Batty's character. You see him starting out in the lower world, and he goes, you know, like basically ascension up because he doesn't want to die. Basically, and you have um, Sean Young's character who basically is a replicant, which is odd. How like they kept her around because. 
they replicants are basically robots that are made for they do manual labor they do yeah, they, a, they were brought off world to colonies do, and stuff yeah, yeah to colonies to construct things uh they were stronger and faster than humans but looked like humans mm-hmm. but and, they and yeah. they gave them the four-year lifespan so they brought them uh up to other worlds to colonize and things like that and then they rebelled yep kind of matrix style and were considered any uh of them that were made off world or are considered illegal yeah, on the yeah, I was about to say you should probably explain what the replicants were because I don't like, you know, for those who didn't. Yeah. Which, which made, like, Red Batty's, like, ascension and decision to go there even more, like, I thought pretty epic in a way because, like, he knew the risks of going to Earth. He knew the risks of it, but he wanted to, like, you know, he didn't want to die, so he was willing to take these risks to try to find out, like, I, yeah. I want to live, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even if it risked death doing it. This is yeah. off topic, but Mike, your your mic or John, your mic looks like the Enterprise. Nice. I took that concept like that was like one of the best concepts like I, that I saw in the movie, like taking like big chances just so you know for life, you know. Yeah, well, I thought that also, was a big. To me, it, it characterized class divisions though too. Also, like there's there's many to me many. Uh, you know, stories you could take for it. Many like like the whole class vision, like with like or baddie, the lower world and the upper world. As you could see, especially with the lower world, it was multi-diverse. It was very dirty, unchanged. And you get to the upper world, it was mostly white. Like you know, all like this mm. clean, futuristic type. Oh, it was of stuff clean. Too. It wasn't all white though. I think uh, everything was very dark. No, I meant like the people. Oh, the people. like it's like multi-ethnic. Like it was the majority white. It's like, like oh, you yeah. can see the class divisions and stuff. It's true. Uh, that was, you know, I think we also have to talk about the subplots in this. You already brought up the one of uh, Roy uh, Batty. Like it, that was more of a subplot of the yeah. whole movie. Uh, the movie is based really in film noir. It's like a cyberpunk film noir movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh kind of up there with uh the Maltese Falcon and Casablanca. Uh, the way that it does film everything. Uh but when you get down to it, uh, there's this sub there's a couple of subplots uh that aren't about, you know, finding replicants. There's the one subplot of, you know, can a robot what is essentially a robot love a human, or uh, that we or, think yeah. of, uh, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or that is the human that she loves actually a robot. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, like just all the things that could that we see in the government in this mm-hmm. movie uh, are is anyone real mm-hmm. in 2019? Which. Which made it interesting for me, too. There is two subplots to it. Like I said, like the ascension of Roy Batty, and I also thought the the us, like, the dissension of Rachel. Because if you think yeah. about it, she started in the upper world, and then she l- l- gradually went down to the lower world, and she didn't like what she saw, you know what I mean? She kind of didn't. And it was just interesting for me, the whole Rachel's character, which was Sean Young's character, basically, that 
you know, she was fitted with memories, which I found it interesting. And, like, we all know she's a replicant. We all know these memories aren't hers, but she was fitted with these memories to think of, like, a certain thing. And it's just interesting to see her character progression as she slowly realizes that, oh, crap, these aren't my memories. Like, I'm not a real person. Like, I am a replicant, so. And I just, uh... Oh, it was a very interesting movie. Uh, while we're at this part of the podcast, I think this is the part where I'm going to just talk about the things that I didn't like. I actually discussed this with you, John, yesterday. So one thing that always fucking bugs me about cyberpunk movies is that it their computers, even though they're able to make these awesome robots and... Oh, they have like the you know, 80s they style. They have thing. 80s fucking style computers. The text I mean, you, on that screen fucking, was really yeah. funny. Like, yeah, it really You fucking... Was. You even see it in, like, the new RoboCop trailer. It's still this, like, 80s... It's the same... bullshit. It's the same thing that most sci-fis of that, of that generation or of that era, like, Aliens did it a lot, what? too. Same thing with, um... Uh, whatchamacallit? Like, even what you Like... You, you know what part made me laugh? What? Where they try to seem really, like... Like technically events. Yeah. It was when he um he had the photo and he was like in, like zooming in on the photo. Yeah. And he was giving all these co- coordinates and then he was like go right and they went right. I was like, why didn't you say that from the first place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you said, like a lot of sci fi's that time did uh, suffer from the uh that eighties kind of like you said, like you have huge like jumps in technology, but the s- computer oh, yeah. screens look like I'm playing like an Atari system. Hey, you're sitting there and you're fucking on a Tandy. System. Yeah. Uh, like, making There's robots. So just ahead. like... There's another, like, the alien... Blade Runner did that. Aliens did that. Weird uh, Science. Weird Please. Science did that. Um, there, there was also another one, too. Uh, a sci-fi... Uh, al- um, not alien. Um, Terminator. Terminator. Predator. Predator was another one. You know what I can't... Well, actually made me a little bit like annoyed in this movie it happens in a lot of movies as well whenever there's like a, a fight between the main character and a person whatever I'm talking about the girl the girl with the um, what's her name the one that did all the, the back foot stuff back foot. Purse. Uh, purse yeah purse purse, purse yeah mm-hmm. that was played by uh, Daryl Hannah who okay. later on would go to be uh, what's it Black Mamba in Kill Bill I yes I don't, I don't understand why she just let him go like she could have easily killed him I just didn't really care for that part like when she um when she tried on top of him, then she like did the little spin thing. Maybe the thing like, I think is like she was when she legs. was choking him with his yeah, legs. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. When she was maybe choking I him think, with her legs. Maybe she was like toying with him. That's the only thing I could possibly think of. He was of getting with. his ass kicked a few times throughout the yeah. movie. Well, I mean, like everything else is understandable. Like with the the stripper girl, the people walked in on her. Yeah, yeah. And the other guy, the other, like the stripper girl, wanted to kill him. The other guy wanted to kill him, but then this girl had the actual chance to kill him. The but then she the just let him go. And then no, that's that's Roy Batty. That was Roy Batty. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, my opinions on Roy Batty at that last scene it did because, like, that was a good scene. The the, the hand was awesome because it represented basically his, like, life dwindling, basically. And it's, there's a lot of, like, symbolic features if you could think about it. Like, I remember watching it with uh, my girlfriend, Jamie, and she said that one person, like, when she saw it in college, one person took it from that he kind of represented Jesus. Roy Batty, because if you think about it, very religious symbolic, the dove, the sticking the hand through the thing as a symbolic with the cross and stuff, and all oh. that, like... And, and the mouth like, through the hand, yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff is very symbolic, like a very religious thing, but my thing with why he didn't kill um, 
Deckard's character was that he was about to die. And if you feel like it, like I feel that in those last seconds when he saw him, he kind of felt this kindred spirit in him. Because if you think about it, he was about to die. So he wanted his story to be heard. Because if he was going to, like, if you could tell, he talks about, you know, about Tannhauser's Gate and, like, all that stuff. He goes, you know, in time, no one's ever going to remember that because my time's coming, and, like, I guess he just wanted his story to be heard, you know? He didn't want to be the voiceless person. There's no way to be immortal through, like, there's no way to be physically immortal. The only way that we are ever immortal is through the memories and stories that we make as we live. Yeah, pretty much. That's what he was getting at. Because it's like, in time, these words no one will remember. Like Tears and Rain. Tears and Rain. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That was like one of my favorite quotes. That's one of my favorite scenes. I enjoy that when he just sits down with Eckhart. And then he just just gets all philosophical. To me, that was one of the best. Why why did he think it was That's what another reason why I felt like it's the Sim James symbolic thing is like God in a religious like know, sense. That was, like, a little, that was just like that, that was a little, yeah. that, it was yeah. a little weird. I don't know. Uh, it's just uh, the movie. First of all, let's just put out the disclaimer that this movie is not for everyone. No, it's not. No, for no. <clears throat> no I mean, not. you really have to get philosophic watching this movie. You're you're forced to. Yeah, Do not watch this movie at three in the morning. No. <laughs> The average human would not be able to stay awake. Did, did you have to? I had to watch it about uh, twice to get to get it, just to get to get its meaning and stuff. Yeah, it's a movie that like you have to pay attention to it. Like, yeah. it, it it's it, I like it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just a thing that when you think of Blade Runner, it's not at all actiony. It's it's various philosophical points. Despite what the name may lead on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, despite what the name. I watched that thing in the morning because I was, it might be action-packed. It'll keep me up. But I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Again, I always... Also... Thought, uh, no, go ahead. Nah, the, I was just saying, you know, the name just makes it seem like it's like a animated thing. Yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't, yeah, but, yeah, you can't do that. You can't judge a movie by its title. But also... Uh, it, this movie also made you think about uh, it, how they figured out how people are replicants. Yeah, was one of the weirdest, but it made like weirdest thing that ever made sense. The the whole like um, the, they're looking for a reaction in the eye. Yeah, well, because if you think about it too, it does make sense because. When you have a conversation with somebody, like it's very personal if you like look into their eyes, because people say you could tell a lot about a person when you like look into their eyes or like their like mannerisms or like eyes what are if the gateways to the soul. Yes, exactly. Now, here's the other question that kind of gets brought up, you know, in the whole robot replicant uh, situation. <clears throat> These are free thinking individuals. In the world of religion and such, do they have souls? I mean, and when they die, is there a place for them to go? I would say... Or, I, I don't think so. Like, I think, in the end, replicants are not... Unless they're clones. They're not. I would yeah, s- then I mean, I don't think they would have a soul. I mean, like, it's just... I, mean, what, I think having free thought could be crushed down to, like, numbers and science based in that steampunk world. My, I'm not the biggest uh, religious person in the world. Like I wanted to ask you, like, how would that be? Like, how would free thought be crunched down to numbers? I mean, like, it's just 
do you think it's like absolute free thought or just like is it programmed for you? Are you you yeah, thinking like that it's, just, it's like a random generator? Yeah, like it's just you know how they have like certain AIs who have a wide range of like thought processes and whatnot, but yeah, they don't like have complete, Yeah, they don't have that complete free thought. Well, I feel um, I'm not the most like religious person. Where I was just said, but I'm gonna put on my religious gla- my religious hat for this one and be like unbiased to it. We're saying like. I'm gonna get a, a video game refer- reference from somebody I know from Legion. Does this unit have a soul? My thing is, yeah, why not? I think he does because the fact that with Roy Batty, it's like, like you said, how it's programmed. I don't think the person programmed him to, oh shit, I'm dying. I gotta find a way to like, like you know, to, pro- to, to prolong my death. Like mm. he was thinking all about it, mm. and the fact that he got all philosophical at the end. I don't like. I just feel like he couldn't. You can't program a robot for fear of mortality because if you program them with that fear, then they're it's they're going to rise up above. They're going to be like, no, like. So, I, um, in your words, I'm sorry. In your words, what would you? I think we might have like. I'm not. I'm not even really sure what the definition of a soul is, but yeah. in your personal opinion, like what represents a soul? That's like having emotion, or like having like. Hmm. Having like a range of emotions well, like fear, one. love, stuff like that. Does God, that represent your soul? Ryan's so, gonna be so pissed he wasn't on this yeah, one. We're getting deep. <laughs> um uh, yeah, why not? Like like a wide variety of emotions. That's the case then, yeah. I mean like it's just like I feel like a wide variety of emotions, like who you are, like it's just like just let's the, Google self maybe like self awareness. Yeah, maybe, like, like just the person yeah. like that you are. Like let's let's Google the term soul and compare with our definition. All right. All right, yeah, if, you're, if you're going off of John's um, definition of soul, then yeah, I would say they have a soul. Yeah, free will, I think it's free will and self-awareness would be... Like, if you want to get really technical and, like, really soul scientific, I'd be like, no. But, like, soul leader. I like, I like that. Good show, good show, good, good show. Yes. No, show. About John. no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. You look <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, I didn't mean to do that, no. It's a good show, John. I'm so sorry. Oh, all right, I'll look, look up Tug Hunter. <laughs> no. no, I will not do that. Why won't this search? So, Kylie comes home. She sees Thug Hunter out on your things. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> what do you say? No, she'd be like, I knew it. <laughs> no, I. Okay. I got so, sold, but I'm not a soldier. Wikipedia tells <laughs> us. The killer's reference. <laughs> Wikipedia tells us that the soul in many religious, philosophical, psychological, and mythological traditions is a incorporeal. And in many conceptions, immortal essence of a person, living things, or objects. According to some religions, including the Abrahamic Abrahamic uh, religions and most of their form souls. Would that be Arabic? No. Oh, okay. Abrahamic. Yeah. Abrahamic. It's right there, Ted. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> we already established this in a later podcast. But, um... You now you guys made me lose my place. Well, if, we, if we sum it up, <laughs> part says a soul can function as a synonym for spirit, mind, psyche, or self. So if we just loosely base off of that, then you I know. think it is a lot of like self awareness, so, all that stuff, like you said. Yeah. So feeling, self awareness, and self awareness. I mean, like they were self aware themselves. They had the obvious psyche. They yeah. had their mind of thought. Yeah. And spirit of wanting to live. So, yeah, more, it like, could be, so like what morals and stuff like that. Like mor- morals, morals, because um, oh, like a lot any, of people, a lot of people like I've gotten a lot of like oh people get their morals from religion. Like you can't have. No, I mean, well, I, like you well, can that s- doesn't that 
that's religion though that that's not the soul i mean the soul yes takes place in a religious sense sometimes but you know you can even in the religious sense of well, the soul y- your soul can be corrupted or your mor- your morals can be corrupted the soul doesn't really have soul. anything to do with religion mm-hmm. in the definition that we're trying to look for but yeah. like if you're going by the self-awareness and what else did you guys say um, um uh, well, we can't backtrack. I forgot. Well, it, it's like I'm well, just saying if we're well, okay. what you're saying with morals, because well, yeah, like I feel like Roy Batty was in a situation that he'd do what any other normal person would do. Like if your life's on the line and you had a choice to kill to do that, like oh, no, I, think, I think anybody would do that. Did I he mean, kill that guy? The, um, the guy who made the friends for himself. Oh, the, the oh, dude, the, the he's, dude he's that, uh, he has no soul. Well, like, well, the same thing. Like, I, I don't blame him for with killing Tyrell. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll never, uh, we'll never know. Like, this is the, this is the part that like really interests me because that's one of my favorite scenes too. When Tyrell explains it to uh, Batty, it's like we'll never know if Tyrell told the truth in that whole thing or if he what he was saying was the truth. We'll never know. No. So we just have to go by on his hearsay and his word on it. So, but he just didn't like what he had to say and. Yeah. And goodbye eyeballs. Killed him in the worst possible way ever happened to the guy. Then they placed the the eyes on him, and I was like, I was like, what's he doing? Why is this falling? You're just making a mess. Stop it. (laughs) 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 Something awkward. You're just placing the eyeballs on his shoulder. Just just put him on. I was like, what? What? No. Stop this. (laughs) Roy probably had to talk to him after the thing. What were you doing? You're embarrassing me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, boss. That would be creepy. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. Come on. But yeah, I like. I would say with all those just uh, those guidelines that we had with the soul. Yeah, I could say that they have a soul. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that subject that we were going to get into about Decker? Yeah, let's get into Decker because you know we're trying to make this a half an hour podcast. So okay, let's talk about Decker just a little bit. Uh, It's it's kind of giving you hints throughout the uh, whole thing. That Decker is a Blade Runner that is chasing replicants, but actually is a replicant himself. And, you know, uh, one part is when Rachel asks, you know, have you ever taken the test yourself? Yeah. To, you know. Or or his apartment with all the mementos and stuff he has like that, too. And just all, like, it just, like you said, they kind of throw, like, little things in there that's like, is he? Isn't he? Like you said. Yeah. So, Ridley Scott's take on it was that he was a replicant, but oh, his he actually um, confirmed that. He, yeah, he said that he was a replicant, and but his proof was weird. It was the uh, all right. Remember when Deckard's at the piano and he's looking at the pictures and he kind of passes out and has the dream about the unicorn yep. that made yep. no fucking sense no. whatsoever, yeah, which is on the gut cover some of these yeah. things. <laughs> and then later on he finds the little paper unicorn. Yeah. That the Edward James almost his oh, character right, yeah. made. He picks it, yeah, that and he she picks it, it and yeah. she he picks it up and he picks it up. You can hear all the um chatter yeah. that's in huh. the background. Yeah, he got yeah. he said that was the that's how you know that Decker was a replicant. Though I mean I don't understand that as much as I was like, that's the proof. That, that's the <laughs> yeah, like, what was that's that guy's deal anyway? That, that guy who made all the, like... I thought he was a replicant. I thought he yeah, was a replicant, too. I thought he was a replicant. Like, but no, he was, um... 
like he was Tyrell's like we're talking about the guy who like looked older than he actually is, right? No, we're talking about the guy who um, made all the origami stuff. Yeah, like he'll oh, take like five seconds. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't get his deal either. Never mind. So <laughs> I didn't. If he if he was actually working with Tyrell, then it'll be a lot more. It'll be a lot easier to understand how he has a hand in everything and how him making the unicorn would be like. Oh, maybe he synthesized all these memories, but yeah. no, he's just like a cop guy. It's weird because yeah. We, yeah, it's it's weird. Like they they're weird relationships. Like I never got um uh, Deckard what's his face's relationship to um the other cop Holden or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I never got their relationship to. I like I didn't even get it. They, they it's isn't there a book on this? On the, it's, no, it's loosely, loosely based, based on okay. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip K. Dick. Hey, okay. Dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, all but, right. I tried not to chuckle. <laughs> I felt I, I, I smirked. <laughs> But yeah, like I didn't. I don't hold on. I don't get his. I, like his whole like. He's there, but like he, I don't like. I didn't get that whole dichotomy in that relationship. That was my only thing. It's just, it's like he, it's, it's like he knew Deckard was a replicant, but not really. I don't like. I always yeah. felt like he kind of knew all along, or he kind of like went along with it. So. And that's why he knew that Deckard would do pretty much everything that he Yeah, said. exactly. That's what, like, I figured. Like, I yeah. figured, like, he had an idea of, like, he knew what he was, so. So, uh, let's, uh, get this Metascore going. Nicholas, what score do you give it? This is one out of five, right? Yeah. Give it a three. Okay. Mitchell? I want to say either three and a half or a four. Only because, like, after discussing this, sometimes when you watch a movie, you have general feelings about it, but then you, you yeah. discuss it in a way where it changes your uh, viewpoint of the movie. You have to watch it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> after having our discussions about him possibly being a replicant and, like, all these, sorry, and all these, like, deeper meanings of the, of the movie. I'll give it a four. Okay. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. I'll give it a four and a half. Just the fact, like I said, it, it's 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 my one of my favorites. I enjoy it. The philosophical and all the different meanings it can have about it. Because I've had a discussion about it with twenty or some odd different people about the movie, and I've gotten like eighteen different meanings about yeah. like what pe- people thought of the movie. So I, I enjoy this part. So four and a half. It, it's definitely an art piece. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Just because that's what I do, <laughs> but uh, so that means uh, Blade Runner. Wait, wait, wait! With with the Nintendo graphics computers, I don't blame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, like, Blade, when you put, put the picture, up, I was like, <laughs> "Those aren't digital." Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? That's it? another thing. You know, you would think that they'd all be digital by then. I mean, the movie was made in the eighties. Yeah. Their view of our future is really dark and weird. Yeah, it, it, it's funny though because like I, I don't blame you, dude. Like when I first like. Like I said, it's one of my favorite movies, but some of those parts, too, when I went back watching, like, <laughs> like I had to do that, too. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, 80s era, like, what what our future it's was. just as much weird as when you see in high definition. So, uh, we, we're we giving Blade Runner a 3.75, which we'll probably we'll probably add to it as soon as uh, Ryan put, posts his review. Can you, though, so. side note, can we, can, like... We talk about when we talk about like alternate realities. Can you imagine if we had an alternate reality in which our future is like the future they depicted in the eighties? Just all dark like the, cons- we, the, 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 the computers and shit. We will talk about that. I don't mind living in like a cyberpunk future. 
yeah. Well, it's always gonna be like a problem. Like it's gonna be some kind of corruptness. Well, yeah. more corrupt than usual. Yeah. All right. Be hard to do. So, John, you have to come up with a trivia question, so we can pick next week's movie. Mm, that is a good question. Um. <laughs> hmm. Well, you got the electric sheep one out of the way, so. Uh, Alright, this one is a funny uh, one. So, this has nothing to do with the movie, but it came off the top of my head. Sean Young, who plays Rachel in the movie. She's also known for playing another character in a Jim Carrey movie. Can you name that character? She's in a Jim Carrey movie? She's in a Jim Carrey movie. It's early Jim Carrey movie. Name oh. the movie. Okay, it's was she his girlfriend in Once no. Bitten? She's um. This is Ace Ventura. I was gonna say Ace Ventura. Uh, Damn just, all right, so what's she play? Oh, Einhorn. Yeah. Damn it! I was thinking of it. I was like, Finkel was Einhorn. I was, I, was thinking, I, was, I, was, I was thinking. What was the other name? Finkel. Einhorn. Something. Something. <laughs> I was so. Upset. I, that's all I thought. All I had was like. Einhorn's a man. I was thinking of like, wait a minute, what was the name? I was like, I was, what was he saying to her? Something Finkel, Finkel something. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Like I said, one of my favorite movies all time. But every time I see uh, Sean Young, sometimes I just can't get like the Einhorn comparisons though. But hey, give her credit; she was hot back in the day. So, but yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to uh, bring us a little bit more revel- uh, relevant than we have been in the past. Uh, we've been doing like older movies. My movie's been relevant. Huh? My movie's been pretty relevant. That's true. Not Blow in America, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like a little bit. Blow has been fairly recent. It's not back in like the '80s or anything like that. <laughs> no, but uh, I think I'm going to do something that I know everyone's seen anyway. But it is on Netflix if you want to rewatch it. The Avengers. Okay. Right. Okay. I thought I was All about right. to say Armageddon for a minute. Like, no. That's for for some reason I thought Armageddon. I, that's what when he said like a recent movie. Like, no, no, no not we're Armageddon. Gonna, we're gonna do it's Armageddon. Like, well, it's way more recent than Armageddon. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned for the Lefted Podcast. It seemed like my movie was back like in the eighties. 